Hilchot Mechusere Kapara Perek Aleph. The subject of Mechusere Kapara, what Mechusere Kapara means, is a person that was Tameh, became Tahor, and as part of a process of their Tahora, of their Kapara, sorry, the Kapara from the Tum'ah, need to bring a Korban. So, in other words, there's two parallel processes after a person um, becomes a Tahor from certain Tum'ot. One is the process of Tahora, and the process of Tahora ends with the Mikveh, or with or with uh, Menida, the, the the water of Paraduma, Efra Para, or and in addition to that, in parallel, there is a process of kapara, of a korban that has to be brought. Between these two, while, so let's say a person goes to the mikven, his tahor, but still owes their korbanot, at that point, the person is called mehusar kapara. And the only difference between that person and a person who never was tamed to begin with is that a person who is mehusar kapara cannot eat kadashim. That's the one distinction, and that's the subject of, of this halachot. יש בכללן ארבע מצוות עשה לזה אופרתן, שתקריב הזהבה כשתתהר קורבן, שתקריב היולדת כשתתהר קורבן, שיקריב הזהב כשתתהר קורבן, שיקריב המסורה כשתתהר קורבן. ואחר שיקריבו קרבנותיהן תיגמר טהרתן. There is four מצוות implicated in this, in this treatise. It's about the קורבן that has to be brought by the זהבה, we're going to explain what זהבה means, the יולדת, a woman who gives birth, the זהב, the person who has זיבה, and the מסורה. And only after that, then they'll be able to eat tahorot. Um, just a point about the the intersect between korban hatat and tum'ah. My opinion, my, my theory is that uh, the korban hatat, just like kapara, is a korban that comes to help the person cleanse their psyche. Cleanse their psyche in a way that's going to permit them move on, move forward. In other words, something very traumatic happened. And that something very traumatic could be in the form of having done something that 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 incurs that that involves a lot of guilt. Let's say a person ate on Yom Kippurim. Um, you can't just move on from that. It's it's something that's so fundamental to Am Israel that to really reintegrate yourself and and live a the the, the a life a balanced life in equilibrium, you need to go through a process to help you move on. Same with some physiological, anatomical, medical issues that a person undergoes. Um, so those are the, the category of Zav, Zava, Mesora, Yoledet, all very traumatic experiences, medically speaking, that a person needs to resolve. And by the way, we, we know that mental health um, is related to, to medical issues. So somebody who survives, let's say a woman who gives birth, uh, it's not only the hormonal imbalances, but the actual process of giving birth might be, uh, it's correlated, I'm not sure if it's causative, but it's definitely correlated with uh, a certain tendency that happens in many cases of of going into uh, postpartum depression. Um, and finally, we also have a different category of, of things also that, that, that trigger a korban hatat, and that is uh, the, the regular tum'ah, um, so the the for example when a mesora becomes tame, um, uh, sorry when nazir when nazir becomes tame, uh, that that's or the nazir after he cuts his hair off, that's also very traumatic and that also needs a certain kind of of uh, process to to move on. So the subject of this treatise again is how a mehusar kapara 
attains full kapara, which is going to permit that person to eat kadashim, and it seems to be that to eat kadashim, we want the person to be in, in perfect mental, psychic equilibrium. In other words, after having gone through all the processes that need to be that, that need to be undergone. And that's a subject here. It's four that are called and it's the four categories we mentioned. Zavaz, Yoledet, Zav, and Mesora. And why is the term that's used Because each of these four, even though they already are Tehorim, and they did Tevila, and not only did they do Tevila, but also after the Tevila, they, 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 they passed through sunset. That's Ha'arev Shemesh, which is sometimes a requirement to finalize the process of Tevila. So you do Tevila at, let's say, 3 p.m., and then you are not Tahor until the end of the day. But the only way that the Tahorah is going to be finished for the purpose of eating Kadashim is when the person brings the Kapara. And before bringing that Kapara, the person cannot eat Kadashim like it was explained already. When a convert has yet to bring his korban, this is not one of the mechusere kapara, that's why we didn't mention him in the enumeration of the four cases. Why? Because it's true, he cannot eat a kadashim, but that's not because he's missing a kapara, that's because he hasn't finished the process of becoming a full ger. That's right. So to become a full ger, not only do we need the tevilah, the kabbalat misvot, and the belit milah, but we also need a korban when that's possible. And until that korban is brought, the ger cannot eat kadashim. Now, Something something uh, peculiar about the ger is uh, the korban can consist of the ger can consist of either olat behema, a, a mammal, or two birds, both of which would be ola. So if he began doing this uh, this korban, uh, if you might recall uh, the lingo, the term for a um, a pair of birds for a korban is ken. The term for half a ken, which, which means nest, half a nest, is pereda. In other words, a single bird is pereda, a separate one. Ken is both together. So if the ger brings one pereda, the moment he brings one pereda, he already may eat kadashim, even though he's missing the second pereda, because, again, this is on mehusar. If it, if it was mehusar kapara and he had to bring two korbanot, we'd have to, we'd have to wait for the two korbanot to be brought. But here... It's not Mechuzah Kapara, it's just to become fully Jewish, also for pr- purpose of eating Kadashim. And um, one is enough. And proof to that, Rambam is hinting, is that both of them are Ola, which would not be Me'akev in any, in any event, also for Mechuzah Kapara, as we're going to see. Gimal. The Zav and the Zava, men or woman that had certain 
um, pathological discharges from the reproductive organs. So after the tahora, the korbana they have to bring is two birds, either uh, turtle doves or pigeons. One is going to be for Ola, one is going to be for Hattat. And as we're going to see later, the one that matters is the one for Hattat. The Yoledet, the one who gives birth, she has to bring the upgraded Korban, which is a Keves, um, an actual mammal, a sheep for Ola. And in addition, one bird for, for Hattat. Um, or if she cannot afford it, and we mentioned before as a reminder, we, we are talking about she uh, in the form of her husband's wealth. So if the husband cannot afford it, then she brings uh, the two birds, the, the downgraded korban. Veha mesora, the fourth of the four categories. He has to bring three korbanot, all three are sheep. <coughs> one is Ola, one is Hatat, uh, and one is, sorry, so it's two male kevasim, one for Ola and one for Asham, and a female keves for Hatat. Maybe Ken, Ken again, as, as a reminder, a nest, which means two birds. If he cannot afford the three sheep, he brings two birds. And then in addition to that, Ken, he will have to bring that sheep. So it's either three sheep or one sheep and two birds. All three of Zav, Zava, and Mesora, they bring their Kapara, the Korban Kapara, on the eighth day from uh, having, become, having become Tahor. In other words, they're going to count seven days of Tahora, either of not having the sign of Sara'at or not having this discharge. And then on the seventh day, they are going to go to the mikveh. They are going to have sunset. They are going to sunset that day. And then on the eighth day, the following day, they are going to bring the korban. Woman who gives birth, the Tum'ah, as we know from the Pesukim in Shakit Azriya, is 40 days for, for a male, 80 days for a female, but it's not on the 40th or, or 80th day that she's going to bring the Korban, rather it's the 41st or the 81st day. That's the day that it says, Ubim Lot and after and following the completion of her days, in other words, it's the following day. And if she brings the korban within those 40 or 80 days, it doesn't count for her. Even if she, she brings, uh, let's say she has two children she, uh, within, let's say, 10 months from one another, and she never brought the korbanot for the first one, and she brings the korban for the first one during the melot of the second one, in other words, 10 months later, it will not count. Even if 
אבל העולה והאשם אינם מעכבים. If this period of time has passed, in other words, the eighth day for the Zav Zavam Esora, or the 41st or 81st day for the Yoledet, and these people did not bring the Korban, they should bring it later. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a limit for when later, and until they bring it, they cannot eat Kadashim, but this is only with respect to the Hatat element of their Korban. So as you might recall, there was in some Korbanot Hatat and Ola, or Hatat, Ola, and Asham, so it's only the Hatat, the one that is really impeding the eating of the Kadashim, and perhaps this has to do with the reasons that I, that I suggested at the beginning of this class. כבר בארנו במעשי הקורבנות, שכל מחויבי קורבן אין מקריבים על ידם אלא מדעתם חוץ ממחוסרי כפרה, שהם צריכים דעת בעלים, שהרי אדם מביא קורבן על בניו ובנותיו הקטנים אם היו מחוסרי כפרה ומאכילם בזבחים. We already explained in מעשי הקורבנות, פרק י"ד על החיות, that um, it's not permissible to bring a קורבן for somebody else who owes it, except in the case of מחוסרי כפרה, that routinely A parents, a father, would bring a, mechusar, a, a, a korban on behalf of his minor children who are mechusar kapara, and this is a matter of course. So in other words, someone can bring a korban for somebody who is mechusar kapara, and by doing that, acquire to that person, for that person, their kapara and permit them to eat kadashim. Now a few details on each of these four. Halachavav. Ezo hizavah. זו שזב דמה שלושה ימים זה אחר זה בלא עד נדתה, וזוהי זבה גדולה שצריכה ספירה שבעת חייבת בקורבן. So when we talk about זבה, we are not talking about זבה קטנה, which is also called סופרת, uh, uh, סופרת יום כנרד יום, but rather we are talking about זבה גדולה, which is a woman that not during her נדת days, as you might recall from, from הלכות איסורי ביאה, um, a woman's reproductive life should be seen as periods of 7 and 11 days, 7-11, 7-11, 7-11 for the rest of her life or until the, the next time she gives birth and then thereafter and then that, that can be reset also by giving birth. 7-11, 7-11, 7-11. The 7 days are Nida, 11 days are Zaba. If the woman sees blood in the days of Zaba and she sees it for 3 days straight, consecutive days, that's called Zaba Gedola. And if a, if a woman is a Vagdola, she needs Shiv'a Nekim, like we do today for any kind of, of blood, and a Korban. And you might say, well, that must have happened pretty often. Um, so to that, although this is not a subject here, it's possible their periods were of 18 days, naturally, biologically speaking. It's, it, is, it is possible, it is biologically conceivable. And moreover, you might uh, have noticed that the Korban of a Zava is a very cheap korban, is the cheapest kind of korban, is just shetetorim oshene beneyona. And it's not that she needs to bring a korban each and every time, as you'll see later, she might bring um, a, a single korban um, for, for several times. So that's, when we say zava, we mean zava gedola, that's the point of this halacha. <coughs> וכבר ביארנו בעניין הנידה, מתי תהיה האישה זבה בדמים שתראה ומתי לא תהיה זבה אלא נידה או טהורה ומתי תהיה ספק זבה. And we already explained לכות איסורי ביאה, when a woman is זבה, when she's נידה, and so on and so forth. כל מקום שאמרנו שהיא זבה וסופרת שבעה, הרי היא חייבת להביא קורבן וחטאתה הנאכלת. Whenever we say that a person is זבה and count שבעה נקיים, 
in those halachot, Lichot you should also know that that person will need to eventually bring a korban, and the, the hatat that she brings will be an edible kind of hatat. And whenever we said in the halachot of zava that the woman may or may not be zava is safek, then she still needs to bring a korban, but that korban is not going to be edible because just in case that korban is holin, and this would have been holin that were slaughtered within the azara, which may not be eaten, so we just don't eat them, we don't eat them just in case. We also explain there what kind of of um, of fetus would be aborted or what kind of child uh, would be born for the woman to acquire the tum of yoledet and and which would not. And there too, whenever we said that this kind of birth is a birth that brings Tum'ah, then you should also know it, it requires a Korban, and vice versa. When a woman has a not fully developed fetus and then she has a, a miscarriage and she doesn't know, she, she doesn't know if, if what she miscarried was the kind of fetus that brings Tum'ah or not, so she is, so she is now Safek. So she is Safek Yoledet. She has to bring a korban, and just like in Safek Zava, the korban is not going to be eaten. And so too, if two women miscarry at the same time, and they don't know, and they have, there is two fetuses, one is Tum'at Yoledet, one is not Tum'at Yoledet, and they don't know which is which, so both of them will bring a Korban, and neither will eat it, again, just in case it is Cholina Nishatim Ba'azara, which for birds is Asur Ba'achilayin, the Korban is of birds. Halachachet. Achat ha'yoledet ve'achat ha'mapelet v'alad echad o'veladot ha'rbeh, ha'rahi mevi'a Korban echad l'chulan. Let's say that there is a miscarry and, and uh, the miscarry is of multiple fetuses. The, the woman was going to give birth to multiple babies, let's say triplets, and they come one after the other with, uh, uh, so within, within, you know, one after the other, subsequent to the other. So, the, the woman would still bring a single korban so long as all these fetuses were born within the same yemem elot, within the same days in which she'd be teme'ah for the first, for the first one that made her teme'ah. But if she miscarries, let's say, a boy on, on day one, and then 60 days later, which is after the 40 days of yemem elot, she miscarries a second boy, then... Um, She's going to bring two korbanot. 
כיצד ילד הנקבה כל נפלים שתפילים מיום הלידה עד יום שמונים הרי נחשרים ממברד הראשון וכאילו ילדה תאומים זה אחר זה ואינה המביאי לקורבן אחד. So how so if she gave birth to if she miscarried or gave birth to a girl um, alive or, or still birth then the girl would, would start a yememilot of 80 days anything that's miscarried within those 80 days will be counted within the first tum'ah and there is only going to be one korban. And therefore, if she has a miscarriage more than 80 days, 81 and, and more days after that, after the first one, after she started the Tum'at uh, Leda, then if that miscarriage itself is enough to, to trigger a Korban, she's going to bring a Korban. ילד הנקבה, ולאחר שישים יום או שבעים יום מפיל הנקבה השנייה, כל נפש שתפעיל בתוך שמונים של הנקבה זו השנייה, פטורין עליו, וכן אם הפיל הנקבה השלישית, אחר שישים או שבעים של הנקבה השנייה, הרי כל נפש שתפעיל בתוך שמונים של הנקבה השלישית, פטורה עליו, מפני שהוא חשוב עם הנפש השלישי, והנפש השלישי חשוב עם השני, מפני שהוא בתוך עם המילות שלו, והשני חשוב עם הראשונה, ואינה מביאה לה קורבן אחד על הכל. One more thing, um, to the extent that the subsequent miscarriage is itself sufficient for a korban of its own, it's going to start its own yememelot. So let's say that a woman uh, miscarries a, a fetus of a girl on the first time, day one, and then we start counting the 80 days, 80 days of yememelot, and on the 79th day she miscarries a second girl, um, then, and that, and that uh, miscarriage is enough for, for tumat leda, then we are going to start a second yememelot, and if there is a miscarriage within the following 80 days, that's also going to be counted within that single korban that was triggered to begin with with the first miscarriage. Halachatet, hayoledet tomtom o androginas, veipila nefel har arbaim miyom ledato, halizom evya korban nefel zeh shemeh zachar hu harishon veripila har melot, ve'en hatatah ha'nechelet shemenekeva hi harishon, ve'utoch yememelot ipila shepetora mikorban shani. Now, those limit cases, if the first miscarriage was for a tomtomo and the roginas, which means we don't know if it's a boy or a girl, which means we don't know if it's going to be 40 days or 80 days, and then the next one is between 40 and 80 days from the first one, so we don't know if it was Yemen Milot or not Yemen Milot. This is going to be a Safek Korban, and the rules of Safekot apply, which means she's going to bring a Korban, but it's not going to be eaten. הלכה יוד, האישה שיש עליה ספק חמש לידות או ספק חמש זיבות, מביאה קורבן אחד ואוכלת בזבחים, ואין השאר עליה חובה. היו עליה חמש לידות ודאיות וחמש זיבות ודאיות, מביאה קורבן אחד ואוכלת בזבחים, והשאר עליה חובה וכן הדין בזב. Um, when a woman has multiple births or multiple, or multiple זיבות, and then she's going to, and, and she goes through the process of Tahura, So if, if it was five sefekot, and, and then she has one process of, of tahora and of kapara, in other words, she has, uh, let's say, in, in five subsequent months, she has ziba, or sefek ziba, and then she decides to go through tahora, shiv'a nekim, tevila, ha'arev shemesh, and then korban. So one korban is going to be enough for all five. Even if she knows for a fact that she had ziba, also one korban is going to be enough for eating kadashim, but she's going to owe... four korbanot 
later on, which don't really hold her back from eating kalashim, but she still owes them. And the same with the Zav. If she had five, uh, maybe Ziba and five for sure Ziba, she is going to bring, to treat these two series separately. One, the Kolban for the Safek is going to not be eaten, and the Kolban for the Vadai is going to be eaten. Um, however, she's, she's going to owe only four Kolbanot, uh, for the Vadai, and she's not going to owe four Kobanot for the four Sefekot that she had. And by the way, the number five here is just a random number. It could be two, it could be three, it could be eight, doesn't matter. Halachayot Aleph. Ha'isha shin gayera veniadua. Im asheron gayera yalada, omishin gayera yalada. Harezom eviakor bami safek. Ven hatatahan echelet. A woman uh, became Gioret. She was a Goyan, now she's Jewish. And then she gave birth, and we, it's not clear to us if she fully finished the process of becoming Jewish before or after giving birth. In other words, we don't know if she became Temeat Lida or not. So the same rule of Sefekot applies, she brings the Korban Misafek, and it's not eaten. Kevar be'arnu be'ilchot shikagot, shekol mechusereka kapara misafek she'avala lehem yom ha'kipurim, hayavim lehavi achar yom ha'kipurim, shekolban ze machshidam le'echol bakodashim. So, we explained already in Choshigagot that regardless of whether or not Yom Kippurim is Mechaper, with respect to the Korban, uh, even though Yom Kippurim has passed for someone who is Mechusar Kapara, if the, if the, sorry, if the Mechusar Kapara is, uh, is Misafek, so even though Yom Kippurim is Mechaper al Avelosh Misafek, with respect to this Korban, that person would still owe it in order to be able to be allowed to eat Kadashim. Yodbet. Haisha sheish aleha leda o ziva mevi'a me'ot aqinim ve'notenet ba'shofar ve'okhelet ba'kadashim la'erev. Hazaka she'en bedin shela kohanim omedim mishamat she'ichlu kol ha'ma'ot she'bashofar ve'yakrivu kenegdam kinnim kemo she'be'arnu bishkalim u'bichot kele ha'mikdash ve'avdim bo. So the process of how a korpan would be brought is not that the person would actually always bring actual birds and go through the entire process and hold the birds with their hands and bring the birds to the Kohanim. Rather, uh, at some point they decided to make it much more efficient. They had an account in Bet Amidash Shofar, which meant some, some uh, collection box for coins. People would put there the amount that, 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 that cost a ken. So the cost of a ken, they would put coins, would put money in the value of a ken, and then the Kohanim would um, convert that money or transfer the Kedusha from that money to actual birds that they had in the Bet HaMikdash, and, and they'd bring the Korban on behalf of that person. So, so long as the woman puts that money inside <clears throat> on, during the day, we can assume that the Kohanim are not going to, to close the doors of Bet HaMikdash until they bring enough Korbanot um, to, to account for all the money that was collected that day. So she can assume that, she can assume her Korban was brought, and therefore she can eat Kadashim that very night.
הלכה י"ג, האישה שהביאה חטאתה ומתה, יביאו היורשים עולתה, אף על פי שלא הפלישה אותה מחיים, כיוון שתעבדו נכסיה בקורבן ושיעבוד דין תורה הוא. Something that doesn't seem very related here, but because we are talking about uh, these people who all these korbanot, this detail is also brought in this chapter. When a woman is hayevet as part of her kapara process, both ola and hatat, and she brought the hatat, and then she dies before bringing the ola, then her heirs must bring the ola on her behalf, because by bringing the hatat, by bringing the hatat, she was already establishing some sort of a, a legally imposed lien on her property to, be, to, to bring that, that korban uh, ola as well. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, Amen.